Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. for tuning in guys uh to a very special episode of the leave to left to us podcast we're joined by uh you may know him as the posting menace leader of the dudes rock movement yeah Um, if not leader at least vanguard uh you know definitely general yeah yeah i mean a lot of the leaders decided they're too cool for a smaller dudes rock uh associate so we kind of had to i feel like we had to break off a little bit because they uh they've uh what what is it yeah they don't they don't associate with the smaller our smaller dude draw accounts yeah, yeah. they uh they fed us to the wolves see like see, <laughs> see they taught us how to use slurs and we started using slurs and then they just left us to die they left the near tannins of the world to attack us instead of them Exactly. Yeah. Our accounts get suspended, reported, abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is that like the small accounts are what drive the movement. Like it, that's the grassroots, you know, like it's like now like the um, the, the lesson we're being shown with Corona. Right. Is that, you know, these non-essential workers like you, they're essential accounts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Away, the movement goes away. So I'm just there needs to be more respect paid. Oh, absolutely. I think that like if you don't have like a lot of followers, people very much just like write you off, or like if you talk shit and people quote tweet you and be like, oh, like you have a hundred followers, I have to listen to you. It's like, come on, man. Like that shit doesn't doesn't have anything to do with anything. We gotta. We need to humanize reply guys. Humanize low B accounts. It's fucked up, man. Humanize, yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't uh, one of Bernie's platforms to get uh, civil rights for Reply Guys? I thought that was one of the main that was one of the main reasons I signed up for the movement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It was uh, it was that and sending all the blue checks to Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, speaking of uh, dudes rock, uh, I noticed uh, posting minutes that you had a uh, interesting interaction with a mufo. Uh, she shall not be named, but, um, yeah, uh, I happened to have a lot of, I had a couple of interesting interactions with her through, uh, uh, DMs. So that was fun. And Josh, call Josh knew who I'm talking about. I can name names. It doesn't matter. Cassandra. Oh, okay. That one. Okay. That girl that Mm. found your fucking tweets and we're like freaking out about them. Huh. She's like, oh, this isn't helpful in the fucking apocalypse or whatever. And you're like, shut the fuck up and don't read my tweets then. Damn, I, I don't even remember. Listen, so many people oh. message him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking about now. I, I, uh, I, I blocked her and I deleted my quote tweet telling her to shut up because I checked it and like 40 people we're like being like shut up bitch and all this stuff and i was like look everyone's going through a tough time i'm not trying to get somebody dogpiled you know we had our fun we talked shit she got the message but it was funny because she had a total meltdown she kept being like she kept being like i've got all these gamers in my mentions and she had a total meltdown i was just like i i can't 
you know, in the in the wake of you know global pandemic, I, I decided to give her a pass and let it go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the the, the BPDs uh, of the world definitely need a pass during this global pandemic. Absolutely, yeah, it's no beef. We gotta <laughs> we gotta move past the 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 internet drama. Doesn't matter anymore. Well, it's like I mean, a you know, very merciful, right? But also, it's like that's just it's just interesting because I feel like a lot of times with those interactions, people assume like you know like reply guy accounts or whatever, right? Or like, you know, what, I just feel like there's like an assumption of like malicious, maliciousness or whatever, right? On their account. And it's like here, it's like, yeah, it's just this interaction between two people turns into like, you know, a bigger thing. But it is, I do think it's funny because it just illustrates to me that I don't, for whatever reason, women can't seem to handle the quarantine right now. <laughs> I, I don't know about anyone else, but it seems like women are like wigging the fuck out. Where it's like guys, like we just have like video I don't know. Games. We just play fucking video games, right? Like the yeah. women who aren't playing Animal Crossing right now are just like you know making videos with other celebrities. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't want to say it's a gendered thing, but it seems to be right. Like all the takes from like people saying I'm gonna like kill myself. I'm vibrating apart at the seams right now. Are from women, whereas like guys are just unheard from, right? <laughs> like, well, that's unless yeah. unless you're a celebrity, because if you're also a celebrity, regardless of gender, you are now just going insane in your three-story, fourteen million-dollar mansion um, because you can't go to your local Whole Foods anymore. You're stuck in in the bowling alley in the theater in your house. Meanwhile, it's, it's, I have like two rooms to walk. I, I wake up, you know, I, I <laughs> go to my desk. I'm actually in my bedroom right now. So I, I wake up, go to my desk, sit on my desk for eight hours. Then I get up, leave my desk, go to my living room and, and stare in front of a screen. And then I go back <laughs> to my desk and then back to my bed. It's so a the perfect existence. Though. The perfect yes. existence. We've yeah. achieved nirvana. Yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, I've had you know, moments where I was more active, but I mean, a large part of my life has just been TV and video games. So this is nothing new. And like I was telling y'all before the pod, like I've been like sober for like seven years. So like, I don't have, I have nowhere to go. So, I mean, like I, I, I'm pretty good at home just chilling. Yeah. So like, people are like sad about like bars and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I could say quarantine forever, honestly. Cole, has, no. your, Cole, has your life changed in any way? Like, at the all? Gym, the gym closing. Yeah. Okay. The that's gym. That's yeah, a huge that one. gets everybody. That's the a big places, one. I, I just realized this, that the, pl- the two places I've really been, three places I've been in the last month were, you know, the, you know, Alpharetta to either, you know, hang out with you, Josh, or, or teach, right? Uh, the gym the Planet Fitness in Cartersville or my girlfriend's house. Now I've like with two of those eliminated, I don't, where the fuck do I go then? You know, like that's yeah. my, yeah. I'm staring down, um, you know, whatever, like a month maybe of like, you know, how, what, what am I gonna do? I gotta work on my muscles, right? And my, <laughs> what, what would I do? You know, that's why I'm staring down. I've literally been looking up like homemade weights. Like I'm about to like feel like, <laughs> I'm going to fill two milk jugs with dirt and just lift those. I don't know. <laughs> Prison workouts is all you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's a similar thing for me because I don't 
I think it's like it, it kind of sets on you like psychologically a little bit like that you can't go somewhere but then I just remind myself like you weren't fucking going anywhere anyways but yeah. uh but, but yeah they're um about the women's handling of it uh <laughs> I live with my girlfriend and she watches when she watches Instagram stories that this one girl was saying that she says, not to be dramatic, but if I go more than five days without Dunkin' Donuts, I'll probably, it'll be a self-harm situation. And I'm like, <laughs> well, we're we're not being dramatic. <laughs> like, and it's just like, I, yeah, no, and, uh, and her sister's much of the same way. Like, she's like talking about like her routine being messed up. And I'm just like, is it really that big? I, I mean, for real though, I mean, if you have like, computer like a phone or like games like i don't i don't get being bored right now like i'm chilling um it's women too that i've seen on twitter who post the oh here's my quarantine schedule and it's like you know like every like you know whatever every hour of their day is scheduled out it's like if they literally don't regiment their time they're just going to turn into like augustus caesar like naked screaming alone in their house saying bring me back my legions right they're just going <laughs> to be wandering around drooling like like you know i didn't like i missed my my reading hour so my whole day's fucked up now i'm going to scream into the void yeah no you're you're 100 correct uh with guys it's like <clears throat> you know we wake up and it's like oh we uh it's fucking noon and like I went to bed like you know at three in the morning or like two in yeah. the morning or whatever and you're like damn I guess I just I don't know I'm gonna play video games all day well guys when we found out the coronavirus was a thing and you know we need to social distance and stay indoors we just took all the calendars clocks off the wall mm -hmm. we closed their blinds and we're like time has no meaning I'm gonna you know if you're lucky enough to work from home you work from home and then outside of that, you are you're playing video games in some form or fashion. And, you know, really, like like you guys all said, our lives haven't changed changed that much. And there is a very much an overreaction to this of people being just a little too nutty. Um, but also yeah. there's like that weird Trump underreaction uh, where they're like, oh, no, we'll go back to work in like a week or two. And I'm like, honey, like. We're going to we're going to be in this for a hot minute, like months minimum uh, if we're lucky. And that's yeah. with, you know, only a couple hundred thousand people dying. Uh, but then you have these Trumpists who are like, oh, no, Trump says we're going to go back to work in like a week or so. And it's OK if the old people die. That's the, the economy needs saving. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and I've seen some people like that. Um, I mean, it's just online, but like basically saying like we're willing to fall on the sword for like to save the economy i think i served that to you earlier josh of like people basically saying like oh i'm 68 and i know about the great depression and i'd rather die than like my child inherit yeah, a, 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 a economic depression i was just like how are you this fucking like nuts? Like, I mean, you're like, it's insane, man. That, that video you showed me was the Lieutenant governor of Texas. He was on an interview oh, and he was saying yeah. that we have to get back to work because tanking the economy is not worth saving lives. And he said, think of our grandchildren. I know I'd rather die than let my grandchildren that he was not gonna fucking not die in America. Yeah, and go to, go to Jeff Bezos's house and fucking string him up by his thumbs and take yeah. all of his money. Like, fuck! If you really want to solve it, just roll a tank into his yard. <laughs> um, 
the uh, like Chapo's episode yesterday had a good point about like like that kind of like boomer, you know, age like like the, the, the boomers that have survived to this point have been are just so convinced of their own kind of like immortality and the fact that they will have like they will last beyond anything that even when it comes to like like just getting pneumonia and dying, they view it as like a set. It's not like, it's not just, I'm going to get a respiratory illness. I'm going to drown and and phlegm and die. It's I'm going to save the economy. I'm going to prevent the next great depression. It's like, no, you're just going to like get really sick and then die in a, like a very uncomfortable way. And then the economy is still going to tank, you know, or they're going to, you know, they're going to take your body and, and turn it into slurry and then feed it to the unemployed workers. Like that's what we're going to get out of that. Don't you love how they're just funneling trillions of dollars in the economy, expecting it to do something, and it just keeps going down, yeah. and we have yet to see any bills passed for, like, compensation for workers or rent control or anything, and I know, you know, it's a work in progress, and they're trying to get things passed in the Senate, but at what point do you realize that the stock market it's not real, but what 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 matters is the workers who fuel those companies and make their stock have value. They're the ones who need help. Like the reason yeah. the economy is tanking is because no one is in work, or you know, millions of people are out of work at least. So yeah, it's just the wrong mindset and the wrong approach. And it, you know, dark days ahead, but I'll be here. I have. You know, I might fall out to play. I have stuff to do, so I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, you know, it just goes to show you, though, that, like, I mean, for money's not even real, dude. Like, I'm yeah, we've been saying that enough. for a while now. Like, just every, every, like, every couple of days, it's like they're talking about, like, trillion-dollar coins, and, like, and then in – Minnesota, they were like saying that like all essential workers, like even grocery stores are going to get like um, free childcare. Like, so, and then another other places, they're like putting homeless people in public housing. And it's just like all this money is coming out of nowhere for things that people have been arguing for. And it's just like, yeah, it's never real. Yeah, it's just proof that they can give us uh, everything that like, like a, a halfway decent existence, uh, and they just never have. It's just proof. Yeah. It's proof that, it, you know, it, it, it's uh, it, maybe if fucking the Jeff Bezoses or the Bill Gates or whatever paid their fucking fair share, maybe, like, you know, uh, we wouldn't be all fucking dying. But also, like, uh, what's funny is that because this happened, you can see uh, that all the non-skilled laborers are the ones that fucking yeah. drive the economy. Yeah. Like, imagine if, like, right now, like, the only place, like... Like, I've just, I was like imagining a situation where, like, you know, whatever Kroger, you know, because they limited their hours. So I was like, you mm-hmm. know, that was, you know, to me was like worrying because, like, what if they just closed down? Right. Or what if, like, Walt, uh, or all these other places staff, staffed by people, you know, who are like paid dog shit, you know, if they go away, then. It's we're I, like I'm fucked, right? I don't live. I don't, I don't. I don't grow my own food as much as I have the land. We you know we have the land to do it, but I don't grow my own fucking food. So, you know, yeah. Anyway, we'd be fucked. So, that's a good point. 
Yeah, and those people, like, you know, we have uh, fucking people who go and, like, you know, like, we have people who, who say, oh, well, you just need to, like, learn coding to make an existence. And it's like, we're, oh, we're, where are the coders? Why aren't they saving, you know, the economy right now? Can't yep. they just code? Can't they just put a, do their dumbass computer shit and just fucking put it in a program like the Matrix that saves the economy? No, they fucking can't. Because guess what? You need janitors. You need, you need, like, that's what I've always said to people when they're like, oh, uh, you know, wh- why are you, you know, a socialist? And I'm like, well, because I think, like, think, I think a lot of the things that we do every single day are underappreciated and, like, people steal our fucking labor value from us and uh, billionaires just sit on their fucking high horse and do absolutely nothing. And it's it's proof. Like, they can't, the billionaires can't do anything. Like, if they were to give up their money, they would be able to do something, but they're not going to do that. So they're just sitting at home in quarantine being like, I'm fucking bored. Yeah. I can imagine video. Those are millionaires, but still. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. proof that the the market does not define individuals' values. Like what you bring home each month doesn't mean you know, like I'm this, you know, much of a human being or worth this much as a human being because that's how companies view you. But in reality, like Matt was saying, like we be fucked. <laughs> we are currently being fucked, and it's evidence that oh, all these people who we pay nothing actually kind of do have value. They matter, they yeah. matter in some form or fashion. Society grinds yeah. to a halt without them. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people still aren't even getting that message though. Cause uh, there's this dude that um, I'm mutuals with that works at Walmart. And he said, he's like, customers are still like treating us and talking to us like shit. And it's like, even this isn't even enough. Like people just fucking suck. And I'm obviously not on the team of like, let's just let people die. But there's so many people they really test me <laughs> where, I'm just, where I'm just like, where it's just like, even something like this, where like, I'm not trying to, you know, you know, sing, imagine and everyone like whole team, but like, if this can't make you treat people like humans, you know what I mean? Like, then what the fuck is even wrong with you? I like that, that imagine like video that they put out. Like there's nothing. It just turned me into Ben Shapiro for a bit. (laughs) Song is the worst song ever produced. But it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, this awful thing is happening. Oh, here's how we'll fix it. We'll just all sing one part of Imagine. It's like, honestly, it's at least like you know, I mean, it's a dumb airheaded Hollywood thing. But it's like, I don't know. It may be a little nostalgic for like. It made me think of We Are the World, where people they were trying like, oh, we'll just sing and get rid of AIDS. It's like, yeah, maybe. It, the, the, like, the irony of it all is that, like, you, okay, you go, okay, like, who starts us out? It's like, okay, an ex-person from the Israeli army, the IDF. Yeah, right? Gal Gadot, yeah. Yeah, Gal Gadot, like, killing Palestinian children, right? Just singing this song about people in third world countries written by a guy who beats his wife and also fucking... <laughs> uh, made a song called Women Are the N-Word of the World. Well, what's wrong? They should have been singing that one. Like, oh, it made yeah, me want to, Someone like, was like, sing that next. <laughs> yeah. It made me want to be like, oh, let's put our own video out, but it's us just, it's like, you know, 10 like sloppy guys just singing like to the 10 Crack Commandments by Biggie. Like, just as a response to that. But, um, yeah. Just all oh, dude, let's get retarded by the black eyed peas. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> the original version. 
but uh, so but, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that along with. I think that they're just so used to everyone eating up all their shit. They just think that everything they do is endearing. And then it's like, I think that. What's up? Oh, no, I I wasn't. uh, I only went the once. So. Cool. Are you, uh, are you having to ration toilet paper? Huh? Oh, no, it's just, uh, no, we're not. They just asked if I got any. (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, I thought I out. thought what I thought Mr. Frank was saying was uh Cole, did you did you use toilet paper today? And you're like, oh no, 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 sir. I only went I only went one time and I used one I used one little square. I didn't use I didn't use two squares, I promise, sir. Don't don't hit me. Uh, yeah, I had to be like, leave you like like get the fuck out of my room. I'm doing our <laughs> my friends. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, we 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 we're pretty well stocked on it. It's just I was, you know, they're asking that you know they mentioned, hey, could you get some if you were in the area? And I Maybe was like, if the celebrities no, stopped singing Imagine and sold off all their fucking hordes of toilet paper that they're probably hoarding, maybe they could fucking you know actually make a difference. But yeah, like you were saying, uh, they're so used to fucking attention that they just have to do something to get more attention. And it's like, you already have, like, a lot of attention. You have more followers than any of us ever fucking will. So it's like... And they truly they truly believe that they are defeating... They're defeating the coronavirus. This is, like... This is them, uh, you know, contributing to the war effort. And it's like, they're the USO for the troops. And it's like... <laughs> Like we're all in this together, guys. It's like no, you're, you're if if this got like even a percent worse than it is right now, you would all go to your like hidden bunkers where you know it, it's de- defended by like uh, a mech that has like that has Terminator vision that could determine your net worth, and if it's <laughs> below fifty grand, it'll liquefy you if you try to get n- near it. So that's what would happen if if it got even kind of you know a notch worse that's what they would all go to like they would all let us just just be uh, annihilated right because it's like yeah at the end of the day it's like they're not gonna go oh well we have all this money let's help people you know they're probably like tom hanks would let everyone die in a fire to save himself and his family <laughs> if he could choose between saving the entire world and himself not contracting coronavirus he would he would sacrifice yeah, he, yeah he's like i'm not getting this shit get you know no like i'm going to the fucking the the, the gump bunker that i built using the fucking money from that movie right <laughs> <laughs> or did you guys see uh i think i actually saw it uh on your page Posting this, I think it was the the Idris Elba. Did you post that? The Idris Elba. The, I didn't even watch the whole thing of him talking because I just didn't have it in me. I think I like watched the Imagine thing. I'm like, I can't hear any more celebrities talking about having the coronavirus or being afraid of the coronavirus. So I know that he like tested positive, I guess. But what, what even was he talking about? He, he tested positive without, he's like, I don't have any symptoms. It's like, how the fuck did you get tested? It was like, a, like two weeks ago or whatever, when there was like z- absolutely no tests to go around and people were fucking dying of this thing. And he was like, guys, I'm safe. It's like, Oh, thank God. Like share Khan from the jungle book is safe. Yeah. <laughs> 
no. Sorry, Well, yeah, I was gonna like it's 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 weird in the sense that I okay, I was trying to do headphones. That's not gonna work. Um, anyway, it's weird in the sense that like yeah, like all like select like people who get tested with no symptoms, they literally like you know we'll just like okay, how does that work? It's like well, it costs a lot of money, and no one's more I think more like fucking hypochondriac than like someone like a celebrity that comes into contact with a bunch of people right so i imagine it's just like oh i you know was i peered across the room at like a guy coughing into a napkin so i need to go get tested right because like you know i was around some force today and you to test that yeah <laughs> Yeah, like it, it's just uh, you know I I've, uh, I acted on this movie. I did this really hard work of, of of memorizing a couple of lines and doing a shitty job of portraying them, and you know I make millions of dollars, but also like, like I'm too important. Yeah. Like the, the 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 old people who are like immunocompromised and like aren't as physically fit as I am are fucking like they can die, but I. I need to get tested because I am important. I need to make a video. Let's yeah. all. She's just texting her buddies like, "Let's all make a video, talking about imagining the people, except for the people in Palestine, because those people aren't real." Um, it would be really funny if they asked Idris Elba like, "Well, why did you decide to get tested? You had no symptoms. You're you know, all this stuff." And he's just like, "Well, I did a movie with Jackie Chan." Like, <laughs> years back. I just want to be sure. Like, like, what are you talking? Like, he's not even what? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, really, we're he's just like really this. racist. We were talking about this before the pod, but I think Kung Flu is like so fucking funny. We we're talking about that in the last pod too. Kung Flu is just yeah. it's a good it's a good line. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we no, were joking. We were joking that Trump is like, no, it's the Wuhan virus. We looked at it in a microscope. It's got slanted eyes and black hair. And it looks like Jackie Chan. <laughs> Just the uh, little germs running around with like karate belts. Karate. He's not even Chinese. Um, <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> uh, um, hey, I didn't realize we were getting technical about our racism, all right? <laughs> Just a bunch of like guys getting tested because they like went to like a, a theater and saw Parasite. <laughs> Dude, we uh, the other day we had uh, we ordered Chinese food and they're like, oh, <gasps> restaurants are going to close down. Like, we better go ahead and order shit, uh, you know. And they're like, oh my god, this is really expensive. I said, shouldn't they give us a discount? Because aren't they the ones causing this? Like, aren't, <laughs> yeah. <they're> <laughs> like, aren't they the ones saying they're losing business on this? Like, you should be grateful that I am like too hungry to not to be racist. So <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we've all, we all have a lot of time on our hands now. Uh, been watching a lot of CNN, a lot of Chris Cuomo and the Cuomo yeah. brothers, right? Right, Cole? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I wanted to talk about this because lately it's been like, okay, so Andrew Cuomo, I assume it, he's the governor of New York. So and he's been coming out with like his plans or whatever, which um, is funny to me because he's still like, you know, oh, my plan balances human life with like the market it's like great like we you know like you're, you're just promising to kill like enough people to let enough people die right like you're, you won't go over the line though right anyway so he's been coming out with stuff like that and been you know very loud on twitter and all this stuff uh and uh 
to me, like there is an assumption that if Biden just literally croaks, because if you've seen any of his videos lately, if it's coming soon, uh, that Cuomo is going to be like the guy they prop up. Right. But, you know, all that bullshit aside, like what's I found the most distasteful is that he keeps going on CNN where his brother works. So I think his brother is like Chris Cuomo. Mm -hmm. So the two of them will just have like little chat sessions, but the, they can't let it's like they just want you to know, hey, we're brothers. We have a mom who's still alive. So we're going to like, you know, talk about John. Why do you take a flash? What do you take a picture of me for? Didn't mean it. I'm just taking pictures to, re to remember this moment, you know? OK. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Uh, when did you get sentimental? Uh, anyway. Yeah. Oh, so they go, go on. Is it suck his dick? We don't know yeah. how long we're going to be around, guys. I'm just trying to remember yeah, the good remember times. <laughs> like, I, I like imagining that Josh took this, takes this picture and texts it to me. I look in it. There's a, just a guy standing behind me. And that's how he <laughs> went and tell me that I was about to get, like, my throat cut. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so so Andrew Cuomo goes on. He's like, you know, you know, obviously, Chris, huh, you know, the plan is to have gay sex with the virus and get rid of it. And then, you know, his brother is like, uh, I'm going to call mom and tell her that you're being a bad boy. And then Andrew's <laughs> like, you know, go ahead and do that. I'll I'll give you like a wedgie. And then he's like, I love you. They both say I love you to each other and they go off. And I was like, why do they get to like do why do they get to act out their incest fantasy on TV for free? Like, see, if we're talking about like the media being, you know, uh, you know, responsible is that they should have they should charge either one of them for getting to go on air and do this. Right. Like this is like some straight up like this is high key. Like I would have to pay someone. I do have to pay someone a lot of money to act out my incest fantasies. So I just, I just it's unfair. You know, if there's anything that shows the disparity in American life right now, that it's that. So I'm just, I'm just, you know, annoyed about that. Thank you for giving me a soapbox to, to talk about this. <laughs> no, I've been it's telling an important you. issue. I, we yeah. all need yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Such a Parisian example of the rich getting stuff for free. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Didn't uh, so you were talking about. Uh, Biden like going any day yeah. but like we were talking uh, a little bit before the pod and uh, and uh, didn't didn't you say uh, Biden's like okay like my VP will be day one ready to, to assume the presidency <laughs> is that what yeah what yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no I mean he was like t telling donors basically that you know he's gonna pick someone to make sure they're ready day one he's kind of signaling that he wouldn't run for 2024 and that it would so basically I don't know it just sounds like he basically is just I'm not gonna die before Bernie drops out and I'll survive long enough to beat Trump and then he he realizes that like Six to eight months is all he's got. And like, he fucking knows it. I mean, we all yeah. know it. But like, I mean, I think he even, I mean, one of the quotes was he was like, hopefully I don't have what my son had, you know, that I'm like, so are you trying to tell us you have brain cancer? Just <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I mean, it's this, I mean, and, all, and there was a couple more videos today where it's just so fucking bleak, man. He just has no idea. What's going on? Like the one from well, he was on, like he was like getting interviewed right on MSNBC. Yeah. And 
they ask him a question and he just like like sputters for a bit and he's just like, well, you know, with the plan, the plan is that we gotta <sighs> like he literally <laughs> sighed because he because he like his brain he sighed because he could feel his brain liquefying and being unable to answer the question. Like he gave <laughs> up mid sentence on his own sentence, like him speaking, he gave up on it. Like, and he audibly sighed because he was, yeah. he, basically, he basically just went like, fuck it. Like, yeah. I can't finish yeah. this. I'm not going to try. Just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I gave you my notes. Just read it. I can't fucking speak. So I'm not going to. Yeah. He's at the level of dementia where he's still there enough to know he has dementia, but he's mad that he has dementia. Yeah. <laughs> what? And it, it intensifies its effects. He's just, yeah. he's just demented and angry all the time. Uh, yeah, someone, like someone, my body's betrayed me. Someone said that like, uh, oh, Joe Biden running for president is uh, great because it, it allows people, it allows stutterers to realize you can do anything. It's like, no, he's not stuttering. His brain is like, his brain is like misfiring the cylinders. Like it's fucking yeah. like, like the cylinders are hitting against his yeah, fucking head. His, his brain is Half his neurons are short circuited. That's like, that's a little different than a stutter. He has the, he has the like, uh, you know, whatever the, uh, the equivalent of like speed wobbles. Like for his brain, like a motorcycle, like once it hits, like goes too fast, it just starts to wobble and then completely crashes. That's basically what his brain is. Doing. <laughs> but but it's just his, inside his skull, his MPH is like 20 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he also had that video uh, today where he's they were like, well, you know, Donald Trump said that the uh, cure can't be worse than the disease. What do you think? He's like, well, the disease, the, the cure, the cure has to be the disease. And. You know, the disease is like, the going to make it worse. He's like, you know, what was it? It was something like it was where I think he mixed up cure and disease. But he basically just says, well, listen, Jack, the, the cure has got to be worse than the cure. <laughs> like, like, he literally, like he just. Yeah. If we don't like, if we don't make the cure, the cure is going to be worse the, than the cure and the disease of the cure. Corn this is something yeah. like no, that. No, you know, the thing, the thing. <laughs> You yeah. know the thing, corn pop. You know he's going to come back. You know, I, you know this virus. It uh, it says a lot of things. People are scared, but uh, they've never been as scared as a black man swimming in a pool named Corn Pop. Now he's he's a bad man. Let me tell you something, Jack. We are so far like we are so far removed from Corn Pop now. I feel every day we stray further from that story, and I just think that's why things just get keep getting shitty like just imagining that like whatever six months ago we were laughing at at joe telling this dumbass story about a made-up guy and now it's like we're here at this point we're that guy the the guy who conquered corn pop that that's the guy that's gonna lead us right now or is trying to so yeah just imagine how much of a better time we'd be having bernie would be winning if corn pop would just finish the job yeah if he had just taken like the sharpened hair comb out of his hair and stabbed joe in the aorta like we would be done like yeah. uh, be living in yeah there's like you know there they post that picture of like the uh Utopian society, and it's like this is the world if Corn Pop had murdered Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, he took from us by not killing him. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's still racked up in South Carolina. 
Not like spending. Well, he spent a lot in South Carolina, but then other states he just spent nothing and and crushed Bernie. It's just invisible. It's like, Like, so does it even matter? Like, you just have to put Biden on a poster, like on a billboard, put the words Biden, tell people he's running for president and he would have won anyway. Yeah. Like the less involved he is really is the like better. It's like, how does he win states where he's not? Or his presence is like not felt at all. It's like, well, just like if he was out there, then they would see him like, you know, just kind of slowly, uh, you know, his brain slowly falling apart and they'd be like, you know, maybe put off by it. But it isn't like either way, like what gets them out is that the media like, you know, is is doing this narrative like it's like i don't know if i've mentioned this on the pod but it reminded me of like you know going back and looking at like 2004 with like john Kerry, right is that like that was a very kind of like heated democratic primary and no one was quite sure who was going to come out of that and then john Kerry kind of won a couple states and they said oh thank god we have a guy we can get behind right it was like we don't have to make a choice anymore john Kerry won like these states so we can pick him now and then they all got behind him and he of course got they got smashed like, i feel like that's going to be like the same way is that you know joe biden won in south carolina and then it felt like this like collective like oh good we, you know he's proven he can win a state so all the other bozos will drop out and endorse him and then we can just go with him right because you know we don't have to make a choice anymore like an informed like actual choice we can just go with this guy yeah it's easy it's just the difference is John Kerry could speak like he had a functioning brain. Like yeah. and, and we're, we don't even have that now. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously have no idea what I'm talking about most of the time, but yeah. I really do feel like just the second Bernie drops out, I just, I can just see them just anointing someone at the convention, just picking someone else and just be like, Joe just has to stay alive until Bernie yeah. drops out. I mean, because because there's no way he wins a general election. I don't care about the coronavirus, the economy. Just like he no. makes Trump look so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. And the turnout. We were good. talking about earlier, but like you know, we were we were asking about uh, about uh, Bernie and saying like, would he you know run third party? And we we're you know we we're going back and forth, and we we're saying that no, he's like too nice. So we think that Bernie probably will drop out, and he will like say, hey, vote for Biden. Because he's too nice. Yeah. And that's that's the problem is that, like, what I would really love to see, what I've wanted to see and haven't seen, right, is, is you know, A, you know, Bernie, be mean to Biden, right? Like, don't say he's my friend. Don't say he can beat Trump because there's literally no point in doing that, right? That just makes yourself look worse because they'll be like, well, this guy, he's safe. He'll beat Trump. So why would we go with a radical guy, right? Um, and two, it's, um, like, like using the fact that, okay, the youth vote, which is a big reason why Obama won, right? You need this kind of coalition of youth voters, uh, and like old boomer liberals really to win the, the democratic ticket and all the youth go for Bernie. None of them are going for Biden. The turnout in voting for Biden for people under 35 is like just abysmal. It's not there. So if I'm Bernie, I'd say, um, if, uh, if I don't get the nomination, I'm telling uh, my people not to vote for Biden. Like, we're not going to vote for him. So you're literally obligated to vote for me if you want to beat Trump, because I'm the only one who can beat him. Biden can't win, beat him. So I, I have to. I, it, otherwise, you know, we're going to lose. So 
hey, if I drop out, I'm telling them don't vote for Biden. Either stay home or vote or still vote for me, whatever. So what happens, like like you were saying, like uh, Bernie drops out and Biden's like like the, the Democratic National Convention's like, OK, we're, well, Biden can't run because like he's retarded. So like here is like our here's our candidate. And it's like Elizabeth Warren. She comes out. She's like, thank you very much. Now, uh, my great grandpappy, when he was riding on the horse with the horse warriors and decided to <laughs> decide to attack General Custer, uh, we use something similar. We're going to do something similar with the coronavirus, though. And you know what? This is the first time. I'll tell you what. How we beat the coronavirus is we're going to do a double selfie with the coronavirus. She's going to pull out this old tome of old Cherokee medicine. She's going to be like, the sages back home, what they would do when we got pneumonia is that they would take horse hair and then blend it together with weeds and then we drink it. I don't know. I don't fucking homeopathic medicine. Yeah, I, I would be like at this point, it's like, OK, like Biden, even Biden's kind of recognizing that, yeah, I, you know, my VP will have to take over because I'll die. Or I think it's like inauguration happens. Biden goes up there. He stammers for about you know 15 minutes. And then he's like, OK, thank you for electing me. And he takes out a gun and blows his brains out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> So it's like they'll get the they'll get the inauguration done right there. It's like he won't make it past inauguration day. He'll just kill himself, and then his VP will be president. It'll be a very smooth transition. So, see, yeah. if I could get a promise that he would do that, that would secure my vote for Joe. That's the <laughs> one way. Yeah. Yeah. God, I could would, you imagine? Yeah. He'd kill. He'd make a killing in the prime in the general. Yeah, he'd win. <laughs> Just, just Joe, like ending his thing, being like, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, when y'all and you pick, uh, you bet on black, black, uh, you get Joe, right? And he's like, thank you. And then he just slowly puts a noose over his neck. And <laughs> he drove, jumps off the podium. <laughs> uh. He gets like pushed into like a wood chip. Like there's a wood chipper like slowly being brought underneath his podium and he's just like all right folks i'm out he just jumps into it he makes that same hand waving motion that he did in that video yeah he's like come on break it up break it up i'm slowing down like i gotta kill myself i'm slowing down i can't finish the speech Uh, i think you'll um i don't know like i know people were saying klobuchar might be his vp pick and i think I don't know. I don't know if he'll go with that, um, but I think I think he'll go with a woman. Well, like he will go with a woman because that's what he said. The one thing, one kind of coherent statement he got out on that debate was, "I'm gonna, I'm picking a woman, Jack. You can bet on bet on Joe, uh, the women, right? <laughs> so he's getting, he's gonna pick probably Klobuchar. Um, it, like I, I thought Harris at first because yeah, that would that's just where be my money funny. was. Yeah. People or, keep saying Stacey I mean, Abrams yeah. from the home state. Which is like, I don't know why. Like, she is literally just, if we're talking about how the Democratic Party uses, like, black women especially, she's literally, like, the prime example of it. They just, anytime anyone's like, well, I need a, I need a, I need a, a dame to run with, who do I go? They just, like, they just, like, push her out in front of you and go, pick her, right? She's black and a woman. Do you know anything else about her or what she does or her policies? No, doesn't give. A, who gives a fuck? She 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 matches these these. She ticks off these boxes. We so just go with her. She also loves Michael Bloomberg for some reason. So 
that's fun. Well, didn't he give like uh, like five million dollars to her, like whatever her little whatever that thing she runs that she started after she lost about like voter fraud, voter registration, or something? But he donated a lot of money to something she was involved with. Yeah, uh, but no, I mean, I had made a similar post because someone had someone said something about how Stacey Abrams could like bring out the progressive vote, and it's like. Look, I live in fucking Georgia. I couldn't name anything other than she is a black woman who yeah. lost to Brian Kemp. Yeah. Like, and that's where it ends. And no one can name anything about she her. She lost to a grand yeah. wizard of the KKK, basically. <laughs> she lost to a guy who basically his, his commercials just involved him going, Hi, I'm Brian Kemp, and I'm about to lube up and make love to my collection of guns live on television. <laughs> And this is something that Trump wants. And then he just, yeah. Yeah. I love my favorite part of election season. Like this fucking the governor race was just watching Jeopardy and knowing that I was about, I was probably going (laughs) to see one or two. I was going to see one or two Kemp commercials where he just goes, a career politician, Casey Cagle is, is, is too much of a coward to give, to give his sons, to give his daughter's boyfriend a blowjob live on television. <laughs> Career politician Casey Cagle won't come out here and put a and put a fucking forty four magnum into the mouth of his daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> Just won't do it. <laughs> do you guys love like I don't know how often you guys watch like uh, like like the news or whatever, but every time um, like a senator or something from Georgia comes out. I'm like, oh, this is what people think we are. <laughs> you got, like, you've got Doug Collins, yeah. just one of the most hated people. Doug Collins just being like, uh, now, Mr. President, uh, yes, we do want to suck your dick, but also, uh, women, uh, shouldn't talk. Yeah. Like, speaking of women, Georgia. speaking of women, our fucking senator Kelly Loeffler, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea who this bitch was He's until like. Like all I saw, like all I knew of her, right, is that I would be up, like on the treadmill at Planet Fitness, and then she, our commercial with her, would come on, and she'd be like, you know, conservative Christian. I grew up on a farm. I'm like, is she running or is she already a senator? I don't remember ever seeing like these people just are. I feel like there's no elections, right? These people are just handpicked, and then they're just they're just your senator now. Hey, you blinked, and now this like this evil witch is 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 you know is a representative from Georgia is like, and, and she's what, what she's in there for like three months and then does like one of like the most shitty thing you could do, which is just capitalize on this shit and sell and buy stocks and sell off stocks and make money off of a fucking crisis. It's like, can we get, can we get any actual humans to represent like Georgia? It's like, we've had her, we had Saxby Chambliss. We had like, Johnny Isaacson, like I, all, all I knew of these people is that every like occasionally I would just see like Georgia senator gets caught like uh, like gets caught on camera putting a bunch of baby turtles into a bag and then beating homeless people. <laughs> like that's all we ever hear about them from. It's never for anything good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also like it's so weird that like all of our fucking representatives from here just like have these stereotypical like. Georgian draw, you know, the, the Southern accent. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck? Like, very few people, like, 
the only the, the, the people who wear camo and like dip and put the dip in the fucking water fountains are the people that talk like this. Why are they our representatives? Yeah, yeah. Like I've I've lived in rural Georgia my entire life, and I don't really have like an accent. So like I, I yeah, it's like we only get I like I feel like most of them just put it on because. Yeah. If if you don't have one, it's like, well, why would I vote for you? Like, I need to sound, I need this, I need you need to sound like you have a bunch of marmalade stuck in your mouth. Otherwise, I'm not going to like relate to you. So, uh, but then all those people voted for Trump, so I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't think it, I don't think it really matters all that much. Yeah, probably not. Well, I mean, the yeah. alternative was, uh, I mean, you had po- you could po- Pokemon go to the polls and vote for Hillary. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or vote for Trump. I yeah. Mean, I mean, yeah. The woman that, uh, I mean, she was so beatable. I mean, you've got this, like, evil woman with all these ties to, like, bloodsuckers and child rapists. Or the guy <laughs> who used to watch his TV show. Like, I yeah. mean, it, it was literally that simple. Who's and also like, tied like, to bloodsuckers and child rapists. People. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, but he was he had a good TV show, and he hated brown people. So that put him above. <laughs> Immediately, he gets my I mean, brother. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's bad. I mean, and the thing is, it's like I mean, what I was saying before. Like, I mean, Biden is arguably even worse candidate than her. I mean, he he at least is likable, but goddamn, it's so bleak seeing him talk. Yeah, I mean, he's likable, but only in like a it's like a, like a harmless. In like a harmless sense and that you listen to him talk and it's like you you can't imagine that he'll ever be able to accomplish anything or, or do anything to anyone because he just talks and like just you know branch like his conversation tree just branches off it's like it's like imagine if you if you watch westworld and you see like like the end of season one where like that like host is figuring out that they're a host and they she could see her like dialogue options come up as she's speaking it like that's that's how Biden operates. But it's like if if every single word in his vocabulary was constantly like whizzing by the screen, and he has to like snatch a couple and <laughs> together a sentence like yeah. So it's like a har- I feel like it's a harmless thing in the sense that you hear him and you go, well, this guy sounds like, you know, and, you know, he's familiar and, and safe, you know, feeling. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he, he is likable, but it's really through only like his associations with like Obama and the fact that he you listen to him talk and you just think, I don't I can't imagine this guy doing anything good or bad, you know, like how could he possibly be evil uh, you know, if he can't like, if all his conversations kind of end with him just sighing and, and giving up like mid sentence. Yeah, he doesn't know where he is, so he can't do anything bad. Because, yeah. I mean, I mean, but he, it, it really is all the Obama thing. He's gonna, I have a black friend all his way. I mean, to the nomination. I mean, and even just he. Him posting pictures of I don't know if y'all saw like the best friends bracelet on like Best Friends Day. Oh, yeah, way back, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and putting him in his ads, and it's like, dude has not said two words about like endorsing you, but he just like, but people don't know because people don't pay attention, so everyone just assumes like, oh, he was his VP, he has Obama's endorsement, like that's Obama's guy, and it's like, is he? Uh, I mean. Earlier we were talking about uh, women with BPD, right, and how they're going fucking insane in this apocalypse. 
And speaking of which, uh, Michelle Obama, she, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Michelle Obama shared her family's um, coronavirus social distancing calendar with Ellen DeGeneres. Did you guys see this? No, I did not. Yeah. So, so, uh, so Ellen, you know, of course, friends with, uh, with George w. Bush. Bush. Yeah. yeah. With Bush, you know, with the Obamas, right. She's like, uh, yeah, even though, you know, this guy hates my existence and, at the sign, of, at the slight sign of a mob change, he'd cut my fucking throat. Yeah, I'm friends with him. I'm gonna sit with him. It's like, okay, but also like, who the fuck? I don't care about your. Again, like it's like the celebrities. Like I don't care about your pandemic situation because like you literally have nothing to worry about. Yeah, she also said that her, the whole family was next Netflix and chilling, and it's like, uh, like just phrasing, folks, like. Uh, two, like she's never used that phrase before. I'm pretty sure because if she did, she would know that, that means that you're you're fucking like you're putting Netflix on as a backdrop and then fucking in front of it. And so she just implied that her, you know, Barack, Malia, and Sasha just fucking lube up and and fuck in front of Jessica Jones. <laughs> so were they, I'm just glad. Were they on the the black book or no? Do we know the final? No. No, and they were on. Ep- I don't think they were on Epstein's black. Yeah, book. Obama's so, daughter was on. on the, yeah. <laughs> no, see, the only thing, right? So the Obamas aren't like evil in, in a way that you know they, you know, sacrifice children or whatever. They're just evil in the way that they got to like you know, or Brock got to like the highest levels of power and they did absolutely nothing with it. He's also you know evil I mean, in the, the sense the that he, thing and yeah. the, the droning thing and stuff like that. So he's yeah. evil in those, in those way. My favorite, and I've just been ruminating on this. My favorite thing about like Obama conspiracies, right? It's not like the, Oh, he's like, you know, uh, you know, Hitler, Satan, he's a communist, all this stuff. That, that wasn't my favorite things to come out. My favorite things were that conservatives were convinced that he was gay and he ate dogs. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly believe that those are true. I, I just have to accept it. <laughs> I, like this quarantine, like I've just been receding into like a pocket dimension, basically, where reality is whatever I want it to be. Why, you know, why would it be anything else? I'm not interacting with people. I'm not leaving my house, really. So it's whatever I want it to be. So in my in my mind palace, uh, Brock is a gay dog eater. So and and that's what I'll choose to believe. I'm going to. I'm going to I choose to believe that once Joe wins the nomination, Obama is just going to go up there and be like, listen, uh, I'm gay and I eat dogs. And I, I sound like Bernie just then. Um, I can't do Obama. Let me be clear. Uh, I'm gay. <laughs> and, and and Joe's going to Joe's going to give you health care. Joe's going to build upon Obamacare, but it will come with a stipulation that you have to send me a dog to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, you know. So, so pack up Fido in your crates and the blog, and I'm gonna dine on his flesh. Uh, yeah. Oh, big yawn, Justin. Yeah, yeah. your boy's getting tired. It's almost my bedtime. You know, like since I have nothing to do, my body starts shutting down at around 5:30 p.m. I'm like, oh man, time to go to bed and start the next day cycle. <laughs> Uh, you know, the I my six hours of daylight outside or whatever we have now. I'll enjoy that from the comfort of my house. What's been y'all's like quarantine? You know, what have you been whiling away the hours? 
really nah, before the 90 days uh 90 day fiance pretty good content uh made it through most of season two i'm probably gonna buy because the season three and season four aren't free on hulu but i'm probably gonna go ahead and buy them just because there's really days or 90 before the 90 days oh, okay. yeah we're gonna spend I'm money on if you want to. I got you guys hooked on that. That's so funny. It truly is one <laughs> of the, like, the better shows I've seen. Yeah, you watch the show, you just fucking turn your brain off. You're like, oh yeah, these people can find love, so can I? <laughs> can I like on like another dating show? Kind of like j- Matt, you mentioned Love Is Blind before. Yeah. So that show is such bullshit because a why aren't they blind? <laughs> like <laughs> actually, yeah, we're actually blind. <laughs> they all can see. It's they're stealing valor from blind people. Yeah. They're calling the show Able. Love is Blind and all these motherfuckers can see. They're just like separated off into little pods mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you can only talk to them. It's all audio. So you never see them. Right. Yeah. And then, oh, you have to get engaged and then like you'll see them. It's like and they're all hot. They're all attractive people. Right. I was, that's what I'm so, saying. Like, what if, what if like a schlub like me goes on there and there's just like the super attractive woman and like. It, it, you know, because you talk behind the thing and there's there's women that are like, oh, my God, he's so funny. He's just like, I don't know, like, you're having a good day. Like When, when she's like, how's your day? He's like, I don't know, you're having a good day. She's like, oh, my God, he's so funny. This is why I love him. I What I would do with that show, if I was like a Netflix executive and I could, I would make it, I would do a season where you all the, the Stranger women. Things kid. You do the Stranger Things kid. He goes, he takes one of the proletarian, he slits his fucking throat. As a blood sacrifice, and then allows like the the hot people to intermingle. Oh, oh, oh I get that. Um, no, what I would do is I would make a season where all the women are overweight, right? Um, you know, they're they're nice nice ladies, you know, attractive in a way, but they're all overweight. And then all the men are just like cut bodybuilder types, right? And just like that's going to be the question: like, which of them are like are the men going to be all like? Like it'll be a, a social experiment, and then you know when all the men reject them, <laughs> and it's gonna be the finale. It's just gonna be a series of men closing, opening the door, and then quickly closing it, <laughs> and ghosting, and ghosting all the women. They like turns out uh, love isn't blind. Love isn't <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like we said this earlier. Like I've just been waking up at fucking like you know noon to one, like going to bed at like three or two or three in the morning. And fucking rolling out. It's like, well, I guess I'll fucking get up and drink some coffee and wait till my stomach hurts to eat, and then you know just play video games all day. Like, <laughs> I guess that's fine. But again, yeah. it's it's like uh like we were saying earlier with uh women, like they're going fucking insane. We're just like, yeah, it's it's a little, you know, it's a little different. Like we're all feeling it in a different way, like a little bit. But we're just kind of like, yeah, it's fine. We have video games and shit. Personally, yeah, I, um, what, what, I was gonna. What say, is your schedule? What's that? Mine? Yeah, it's been... Um, no, you're not talking to me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Me, uh, well, like I was saying, I might need to be hitting up my old boss because they're all working from home because where I'm at is shut down. So I've basically just been you know, hanging out with these cats, exercising a little bit, but no weights. So just like push-ups, running. Yeah. Man, just sleeping and you know, because do you work uh, around where you live like or before? Huh? I said, do you work around where you live before? I'm not gonna say where you live, I'm just wondering, do you work around there? 
Um, well, yeah, it was like downtown um, okay. before I worked yeah. in Sandy Springs, but um, but yeah, then where I've been working for the last several months was like downtown, but um, yeah, but that shut down. Luckily, um, the the girlfriend's getting paid sick leave, so we're straight for like a little bit, but you know. I'm gonna have to try and figure something out. I've had my two weeks of just not doing anything, just eating garbage and laying around. Now, are you afraid? Since you, none of us actually like live with our girlfriends. Are you afraid that she might turn on you? Like when you say <laughs> you're getting sleep, are you sleeping with one eye open? Because you don't know how she's gonna take this whole coronavirus thing. You know, I've definitely had these thoughts, and you know. <laughs> She knows where the guns are. They're not locked away. So, you know, at any moment, I know my life is in her hand. I would just say if you catch her watching Chris and Andrew Cuomo, it, it might be a good time for you to get out while you still can. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. But, you know, with everything that's going on, I think the... I think especially after Super Tuesday and then the coronavirus... I don't have anything spectacular to live for. No real great hopes, you know. I'm not, I'm not full. I'm not full doomer, but like, there's not really any road to victory for us right now. So yeah, you know, I mean, we are Animal go, Crossing. You know, our Animal Crossing already fucking came out. Doom Eternal, whatever you're fucking into, it already came out, man. Like, you know, yeah, I'm it's only downhill. So. Yeah, yeah only I mean, it's like, what is? I mean, you know, things are getting canceled left and right. Like, I don't know what is the next thing to look forward to. You know, so I, I've prepared. I played enough, like, a po- watched enough apocalypse movies, games, stuff like that. I know that there's only way, one way this can end. So it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. We'll just all like adopt like a, a Mad Maxian style, like aus- shitty Australian accent. And just like oh, yeah. all ride our fucking uh, what is it like dune buggies and shit to Bullet Town, <laughs> like if only the apocalypse was that entertaining. <laughs> Bullet Town. Um, I've been uh, taking my Ford Fusion. I've been like just you know whatever nailing uh, animal carcasses to the front of it, um, <laughs> like adorning it with like bones, so that when that does come, I can be you know I'll drive around my my rig will be you know it'll be small in size but it'll be it'll run it'll have like a lot of the capacity for guzzoline or whatever whatever dumbass you know <laughs> like car juice whatever we call it after the fucking bombs drop shiny and chrome yeah but yeah. um i know uh the one time i did go out to like uh to uh foster this cat and um I took a picture because this dude was going like I had to go like a hundred to keep up with him because this dude was driving with like a panda hat over his motorcycle helmet and had on like a bulletproof vest and a a pistol. His shirt was flapping in the wind. And I was like, oh, man, Georgia is going to be Mad Max. We're doing the first Mad Max state. I mean. Literally, just like people, just guns out, going a hundred on their motorcycles. I'm like, oh, we're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least the dudes, at least all the dudes and the fellows will be safe. You know, like we'll all band together. Yeah. You know, we'll be like, yeah, I think oh. like I think his name's like fucking Charles or something. I don't fucking know. Like we're just bros. Let's fucking, you know, let's kill let's kill these women and you know go to Dave and Buster's yeah. afterwards. You know, that's what we can look forward to a world without women, really. Yeah. Because we don't really need it. Bernie and one. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. We can only no, but we can't give up on the dream. Bernie gave up on the dream of no women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we can't <laughs> give up. Yeah. 
going to carry that torch. That's why Joe Biden will lose against Trump is because he said, I'll have a woman VP. It's like a woman as president. What are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah. What happens if their period blood gets to their brain and they can't think (laughs) it through? Like, you know, I mean, Joe Biden's bad enough, but like at least he has a penis, you know, so his period blood doesn't go up to his brain. What happens when we have to do a nuclear strike? But a terrorist have put like the big red button in a jar, and, like so she can't open it. <laughs> Thank well, you. These are the things you gotta think about when you vote. <laughs> yeah, think about that. that men, men currently, unfortunately, are losing because GameStop did shut its doors while Hobby Lobby is still open. So, ooh, not a good look for the fellows. Yeah, because the, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Hobby Lobby, the seat, the the. Uh, owner of Hobby Lobby said that um, his wa- God came to his wife in a dream and told yeah. her to remain open for this this for the duration of this pandemic. And he was like, "Well, God said it, so I guess you know." Dude, like, like I gotta give like just going full blow and like apocalypse doomer that the CEO is basically doing. I I kind of have a grudging respect for that. Like this guy will never. Like, he'll never shut down. He'll never, like, give his people, like, paid sick leave or anything like that. He's totally committed to it. Like, if the government ordered Hobby Lobby to shut down, he would hire, like, mercenaries to defend, to, like, fortify every location and fight off the fucking National Guard. Like, he's like, I don't give a fuck. We're selling, what like, sewing kits and pastel. Essential things. Yeah. yeah. Until the goddamn world ends. Like... (laughs) Like, Until you the know, rapture to, happens and Jesus comes back, yeah. We're gonna have to come and take my like my construction paper from my dead hands. Like <laughs> I'm not giving it up. Well, I mean, GameStop was that for a minute. They were like, "Okay, guys, listen, Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal are coming out. Like some of like all of you guys, we're keeping our stores super clean, even though like we know that everybody who frequents our stores has the worst hygiene that's ever." Yeah, ever. exactly. And they're like, you know, they were accepting trade-ins, right? And I was like, what the fuck? You're accepting trade-ins? They're like, yeah. Um, you know, like I, I went and got a game and I like ordered it online or whatever. And the guy was like, you're one of the smart ones. And I'm like, yeah, I brought my hand sanitizer with me. Like did the whole like had a jacket on, right? Because Georgia weather is like unpredictable. It's freezing one day and like super hot the next. So I had my jacket on and like I put the – did the – sleeve over the hand opening the door like like thing, you know i did that washed my hands grabbed the game he's like all right dude i was like yep not touching anything in the store and left and he was like yeah i'm probably gonna get fired because i told uh told my boss that's like irresponsible that we're open let alone taking trades i was like yeah you're taking trades from guys who never wash their hands so it's like, yeah. like a guy who just did like a no wiper it's just like, yeah. like, like I would say thirty percent of the GameStop, you know, user base, customer base, has come in to a store probably seconds after they've shit and not flushed their hands. Like I would be flush their hands, wash their hands. Yeah, flush their hands. My my brain just doesn't stick their hands in the bowl and flush. (laughs) (laughs) Like just start distributing like like CDC propaganda that says the CDC says you should stick your (laughs) you should flush your hands every time you go to the bathroom. (laughs) It's crazy though. Like also the CDC. Like we're talking about like uh, like the guidelines and stuff, right? And then you know Trump's just like every every American wants to go back to work. We all want to go back to work and die. Like. 
Even, yeah. even though the old people are all going to fucking die, like the economy is too important. The capitalist system is too important. We have to prop that up by the with the bodies of the poor. Yeah. No, it's um. Well, I get my my only update quarantine wise is that uh, we're on like whatever like what is it? It's been like maybe like ten days since we've kind of situated to this, right? So, and yesterday I literally passed out in front of my computer playing Rome Total War. And my girlfriend had to literally shake me awake when she got up to go to her job because I literally, you know, she gets up at like 6 a.m. and I was there. Are essential? What's that? Selling carpets, are they essential? Is that essential during the apocalypse? Uh, just like, like, just like, like they're not interested. They're not interested in, in closing down at all. So, but yeah, she's getting up and she literally had to be like, get up, go to bed. <laughs> Cause I was literally just slumped in front of my computer. Just, I played it. I said, I'm going to do one last turn, baby. Then I'm going to bed. And then I sat down and just fucking passed out. So, oh, and yeah, uh, that's a dream right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just with like yeah. fucking gamer fuel. What's that? Gamer fuel and, and uh, the Ben Shapiro podcast in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, that's what I needed to do. Um, instead of just drinking whiskey, I should have just just been, you know, had a big glass of fucking Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel. Um, anyway, yeah, that's my quarantine update is that I'm literally just just at the point where I'm playing uh, a game to the point of exhaustion and just falling asleep <laughs> in front of it. It's the only thing you can do. Oh, uh, yeah. Posting Miss, you said you were playing games. What are you playing? Uh, a little bit. I... I had God of War four. I like, or I guess just God of War, whatever the newest one. Yeah. I picked that up again because I like kind of started playing it, and then I got bored. But so I've been playing that some. Uh, so I don't know what I'm gonna do after that. Probably Resident Evil two. But like, I back in the day, I could play for like, you know, my entire day. But my my attention span, it's fucking. Phones. I spend way too much time on Twitter, so yeah. I, I honestly should get back to gaming. Somehow feels less poisonous to my brain, so I'm gonna try and maybe game a little bit more. Cause just staring at my fucking phone, it's just kind of driving me nuts. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, watch some like TV and movies. Uh, I'm trying to think if I saw anything good. The Joker for the 40th time, right? Yeah, yeah, get some ideas. Yeah, uh, try and figure some things out. Oh fuck! Yeah, I mean it's all blurring together, man. Because I know I watched yeah. the boobies, but I don't even can you even it's tell fine. you. We know you watched the Irishman and the Joker on repeat, like alternating. Back back. <laughs> yeah, twenty-four-seven uh, live stream, the Joker slash the Irishman. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else do you need? Just you know, yeah, what the, the fuck boys you watch tell us getting stuff done. Little uh, women? The fuck are they gonna do? Uh, the women and the uh, <laughs> That's just not even so. I I don't even want to open up my eyes to that world. My brain, my <laughs> sacred temple. You know, I feel you, brother. Yeah, we don't want to go ahead. We don't want to uh, open up on the on the temple on Epstein's island. You know, like we want to keep that a sacred ground where we can watch. You know, Joker, Irishman. You know, play what's what's a dude's rock game? Oh, The Matrix. We're talking about the Matrix as a as a dude's rock movie. Uh, oh, absolutely! Oh shit! That means the, I know it's gonna suck, but this is totally gonna postpone the new Matrix, and, and that sucks. Yeah, that yeah. does suck because like and John Wick Four. 
Yeah, dude. Both, both, dude, Rocksville. Like, honestly, the thing that, because I heard Wonder Woman is still going to come out. It's like, come on, we don't need more broads in movies, all right? We need less broads in movies. We need to, like, you know, they said, oh, Black Widow, right? It's like, okay, well, we already ruined the Marvel movies with uh, Captain Marvel, right? Because, yeah. like, she's a woman and, and is in one movie. So that, that was like, the only problem with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the only problem yeah. with that. I mean, I mean, people think the coronavirus is the Chinese, but maybe it's someone trying to stop these uh, female-dominated movies from coming out. <laughs> Wonder Woman and uh, the Black Widow, both. I don't yeah. know. Maybe yeah. someone is looking out for us. You're you're onto something. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Bernie's been cooking. Bernie's been cooking up a Plan B. Yeah. Listen, I was talking to my best friend Andrew Yang, and he had a plan. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to release like, this virus, and it's we're, we're yeah. going to try and push UBI. <laughs> said, you push UBI, I've got something cooked up. <laughs> yeah, like, see, the problem like, is like we figured it out, right? Like dumbasses, like fucking retards, like us figured it out. So he he made like Yang go, "Oh, I'm endorsing Biden," actually, and they're like high fiving under the table. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like Bertie's like at home, and his wife comes in, and she's like, you know, like, honey, come to bed. It, it's too late, and he's just like looking at the Super Tuesday's results, and he's just like, he's just like, he looks at her, he's like, honey, I'm gonna do it, and she's like, you can't be serious, and he pulls out like a jar that just says coronavirus on it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, <laughs> or it's like a button that just says like coronavirus. He's like, I'm gonna push, I'm gonna push the button, Jane. He rolls like he rolls like one of those spinning uh, smoke grenades, like from the action movies in uh, a Harry Potter convention. It's just coronavirus <laughs> spraying all the Harry Potter convention. Yeah, they um. So this just reminds me of like, well, they're talking about nationalizing like like the the hospitals, right? Well, nationalize the movie industry. And get all these women out of here. Yeah. You know, this could be a time that we, we where the government takes over and we only make movies about like like bearded operative type guys yeah. going into other like desert, like, you know, des- desert countries and killing people. I'm like, so that's upset. what we get. I'm actually like, a, a like, little upset. I know this is so stupid to be upset. I'm upset that Fast and Furious 9 is fucking delayed. Yeah. <laughs> I love those like, movies. Uh, yeah, like, they don't give gotta, us our medicine, you know? We like, gotta, we gotta kill sick, coronavirus we for La Familia. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what a dude's rock movie is. Uh, Jaws is a dude rock, dude's rock movie. I watched that for the first time with my uh, girlfriend the other day. And it fucking rocked. I also watched uh, Color Out of Space, which is like, it's uh, basically it took the Lovecraft story. And it's it's, it's got Nicolas Cage in it. And, and let me tell words. you, like, oh. yeah. It's it fucking rules. Nick Cage, like, like, so he goes deep. He pulls like he goes deep in that movie because he like I'm gonna I'm gonna like blow your minds here, right? So Nick Cage did a movie right in the '80s called Vampires Kiss, and in that movie he plays like this sadistic like whatever like eight like like literary agent, and he has this weird dumbass accent that sounds terrible. And then when he was asked, like, why did you do this accent for this whole movie? He's like, that's just like how my dad sounded. My dad was like a literary agent or like a writer. And so he had this weird affectation. And then in this movie, Nick Cage is like to show the influence of the color out of space. Right. It's like driving him crazy. He starts to talk in that accent. Right. Because his dad in this movie was a writer. So he's literally. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
he's like, oh, my dad's a writer, and he he like does an imitation of him. I was like, that's like that sounds like very familiar accent. And then he keeps doing it. I'm like, he's just doing Vampire's Kiss like thirty like almost thirty years later. Like this dude is a fucking genius. Like I love it. Nice. Good I'll have to watch I mean, that. Yeah. I had seen the, that like scrolling through movies, but I haven't. I, I didn't know anything about it. I'm gonna check it out now. Yeah. Um, and it's being Nick Cage and definitely a Dewdrop movie. Is I watched uh, Mandy finally. I know I'm like two years behind, but I mean that shit rolled. Mandy's seen it, so. Oh I've man, it. it's yeah. You gotta watch it. It definitely and definitely you know it'll give you some ideas for you know some you know ways to kill in these days coming forward these wild days yeah. ahead of us yeah i'm looking we're all, forward we're to it's gonna be ryan gosling from drive right just like getting to elevators and shit <laughs> i'm looking Absolutely. forward to i'm looking forward to the moment where I, I like i pull out a chainsaw to fight a guy and then he pulls out a bigger chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> oh here we go like waited my whole life for this moment yeah <laughs> Well, we appreciate you coming on, uh, Posty Menace, and yeah. gracing yeah. us with your your presence and your thoughts. And, um, you know, I, I know your words are falling on very desperate people who need to hear <laughs> the voice of Posty Menace in this dire time. So, oh, yeah. you know, they could have been, people listening to this podcast could have been uh, two hours away from going full Joker. And we have, may have finally pushed them over the edge. Exactly, which is a now, win for us, honestly. Absolutely. But you know, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, you know, like I said before, I if my post didn't make it clear before, now there's a whole lot more evidence that I am very dumb. So I was only willing to expose that for you three fine fine dudes, you I know. But so. It, you know, and I think this is definitely the time for Jokerfication. If not us, the other dudes out there, you know, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, like you said earlier, uh, the Dudes Rock, the, the bigger Dudes Rocks account has left us, you know, in the dust. And so the, the, the Dudes Rock Coalition really needs to band together to get rid of these mad hoes. It's a it's a grassroots movement, and that's what we're doing right here. There's more... Yeah, I know. I mean, it's just like the blue check, the blue check uh, leftist journalists that have been telling us the fucking bullshit this whole time about Elizabeth Warren. The big accounts can't be trusted. No. It's us Loki's. There's more of us than there is of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get them off Guantanamo. Yeah. It's all about. Joke, get your joker makeup out. Just like, you know, target your Sarah Rowles, your Nira Tannins, whatever, like, and then just start, like, throwing slurs at them until they, until we bully them off the internet. I do have. A question uh, for for you. So, what's like the most like in all your posting days? Who's like the most like f- maybe quote unquote famous person who's like replied to your stuff? Like, have you ever garnered uh, the attention of you know like someone powerful? Um, you know, usually not. Um, uh, the I mean the you know this is gonna seem like lame or whatever, yeah, but um, shit, but but. But the highlight, one of my highlights was Adam Friedland responded to, uh, there was a post of mine about 
him in the bed bug shit and like <laughs> I think like Manneker retweeted it and Adam just said thank you and I was like he saw it. Nice. <laughs> you also so, you know, you I mean, I, too, right? It's weird, you know, like I, I talk a lot of shit and everything like that, but I honestly try, you know, especially now to stay out of the drama and all the stuff because you know, we're just, you know, getting reported and getting suspended. Mm. That sucks. So I, I, you know, I try and skate the line between making people mad and like having a good time. But luckily, a lot of a lot of people that formerly were mad at me have blocked me now, so I can just do my thing in peace for the most right. part. Yeah. So but, Adam and and then you also met Stolf, right? Uh, oh yeah, no. The, when Stolf was in Atlanta, yeah, I went to the show, and that was awesome. Even though. You know, earlier we talked about, like, the state's representatives really, you know, making everything Georgians are retarded. People, there was a lot of hecklers. Stav, I do not think he's coming back to Atlanta. He was Damn. pissed. Like, people were shitty. It was at the Earl, so I guess, you know, I mean, they're probably not used to uh, having com- comedians there, but, like, it was bad. Like, mm. people, he was, he was angry. <laughs> Because people just would not shut the fuck up. So he was he he was awesome. He ruled, but I don't think he had a good time. But seeing him there, I mean, it still still was awesome. But I don't think the cum boys are going to come back because we really uh, made ourselves look bad. And actually, the guy next to me was fucking blitzed, and like he kept like asking Stav about like what brand of water bottle he had and installed and looked at me and was like are you with him or like do you know this guy and i was like i met him like two hours ago and i was like god damn it make me look like a total fucking asshole like so it, that was a rough go of it i mean he was as cool as it can be you know afterwards like talking to him getting a picture and stuff but yeah i mean even after the rona has run its course i don't think they're gonna come unfortunately but they're in our hearts at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, and honestly, I I mostly keep up with them, but I haven't been keeping up with Chop or much podcast other than, you know, I'll watch listen to the Come Boys and stuff, but like everything's just so dark. I'm like, you know, scrolling Twitter is enough for me. I can't listen to people talk about anything even mildly serious right now. Yeah. That's definitely how I feel too. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I I pay attention a little bit here and there, but I'm just like, you know, uh, as of now, it's literally like the only path to victory is Joe Biden dying before Bernie drops out. And that's, you know, that's my hope. My or, to cling on to. or blowing his brains out on the inauguration <laughs> day, which would be yeah, yeah. actually make 2020 all worth it. <laughs> all of this would be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Just him die in some spectacular way. Just like hold on to that hope. Well, we'll uh, during the coronavirus, we'll try to you know keep up with the weekly podcast and keep doing these these Skype pods with individuals. Yeah. So it's good we're gonna have to do this and like have some sort of form of community. Even though Matt probably has coughed directly into my mouth and given me coronavirus at this point, I'm fine with him being in the room. Um, but yeah, good episode, guys. Good job. 